Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Bob Cordaro Show podcast. We're back, hour number three. The Club for Common Sense meeting continues. We're glad you're a part of it. We do provide a sanctuary of sanity for (laughs) everyone in the midst of this mad, 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 mad world. And we're honoring today some great veterans who we lost this month. Attilio Vergari, late of Peckville, formerly of Jessup at age 97. Battle of the Bulge. He fought for us in France, Belgium, and Germany. An infantryman attached to the 61st Armored Division, headed by George S. Patton. Founding member of the Jessup VFW. Former commander of the Legion there. Frank Janelle, Old Forge, U.S. Navy during the Korean conflict. He then went on, he worked at the M&M factory, but then, uh, which I think is pretty neat, and then went on to uh, work at Chamberlain Manufacturing. He helped defend this country his whole life, leave behind his wife, Jermaine. Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse, Scranton. Guy did house calls. This doctor did house calls till he retired. U.S. Army, leaving behind his wife, Joyce. He's got five kids. And he, he was part of and one of the leaders of that great Catholic Choral Society. Stephen Skirla, born McAdoo, raised McAdoo, late of New Jersey. U.S. Army, Korea. Korean Service Medal, three bronze stars. Retired as a major in the U.S. Army Reserves. The next on research and engineer in New Jersey, least behind his wife, Julia. Leonard Rogers, Hudson section of Plains Township, Mount Carmel football star when they were Mount Carmel. U.S. Air Force, 1966 to 1970, where he was a sergeant serving at Elmendorf Air Force Base in Anchorage. He was a coal mine inspector. Somebody asked, actually, uh, if uh, on a text who the coal miner inspector was, and that was Leonard Rogers. Leaves behind his wife, Donna. Robert Romanix, 90, U.S. Army. Served in Germany. Lived in the Greenridge section of Scranton. Worked for Golo Footwear for years. Leaves behind a wife, Catherine. And Ted Pop Warren, Nanticoke. 
793rd uh, Military Police Battalion in Germany from 1951 to 1953. He was a CO at SCI Dallas from the time it opened. And he played baseball with the one-armed star, local man Pete Gray, who we've saluted previously. So I told you Chuck Volpe's coming on. And I, I told you my Sunday routine. So I get mass done Saturday or Sunday morning, and then 10.30, I'm watching Chuck Volpe. And then I go to NEP, and I watch uh, Pennsylvania Outdoor Life. And then the Bob Cadaro show uh, on TV comes in, and uh, I've asked Chuck, I said, Chuck, you call anytime you want, because we want to discuss who your upcoming guests are. But first, I want to welcome you and tell you great interviews in succeeding weeks with Dave McCormick. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, uh, I was uh, Dave and I kind of became close during uh, during the Senate campaign. Uh, I helped him uh, remain neutral on television, of course, but helped him. In fact, he was on my show twice during the campaign and. Uh, I firmly believe had he been the nominee, as he should have been, we would have a Republican in the U.S. Senate instead of a Marxist, socialist, anarchist. Who, who uh, is in a mental institution. <laughs> well, I'd be, uh, I don't want to disparage the, obviously, the illness is, is something that, that Yeah, I'm not disparaging the, the illness, I'm disparaging the person, and he knew better. No, no, I, I get it. Yeah, it, I know, it, I know. Yeah, as I started, I thought he's a Marxist socialist anarchist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bad enough, that's bad issues. enough, right? <laughs> it, it, exactly, that should be an affliction or under the category of mentally ill. But. <laughs> Chuck, who do you have on this week? Uh, this week, uh, Bob, I actually interviewed yesterday for the Sunday show, uh, the majority leader uh, of the Republican Senate, Joe Pittman, uh, from actually he's from Arms, uh, he's from uh, Indiana County, but his district covers Indiana, parts of Westmoreland, uh, and the like. And uh, yeah, he uh, uh, majority leader of the Senate, which, as you and I know, probably has more of the duties uh, uh, of of leadership than the President Pro Tem. Now, the president pro tem, as you know, appoints all standing 22 committees and, and has tremendous power. But I liken the president pro tem in a way to like the king of England versus the prime minister. Mm-hmm. The majority leader is more like the prime minister, and the king is, I don't mean to suggest completely ceremonial. That's not, not fair. I don't mean that. But, but has significant duties. So, yeah, we, we talked about a lot of important things about uh, uh, the bu- upcoming budget. Uh, some of his concerns about that, some of the, uh, uh, some of the, uh, you know, a lot of new spending, which concerns him, even though it's tax neutral, his suggestion is it's not tax neutral. We just have all this federal stimulus pandemic money that gave us a surplus, which we're going to blow through. It's one time money. Yeah. And then we're going to be stuck with spending. You know how the Democrats usually do that. Well, uh, Chuck, <laughs> we've got, we've got a lunatic left, uh, state house. So, so yeah. he's the Republicans in the Senate. They've got so much lunacy to prevent. I mean, that's going to be talked about three quarters of their job. Yeah, we we we, we talked about it. Uh, they're going to be a check and balance. Uh, you know, they've been frustrated, obviously, for eight years under Wolf. And I, I've been somewhat complimentary, and and he agreed. Uh, uh, Senator Pittman did that. Uh, the rhetoric of Josh Shapiro, he's moved to the right, uh, more centrist. Uh, I think that it's real, personally, because 
He, he is very smart. He's very ambitious. And he also understands. I think he sees properly in terms of someday being a presidential candidate that, you know, the, the mold is Bill Clinton, who, who was a center. I'm, you know, I'm not stalling the virtues of Bill Clinton, but I'm saying from a Democratic yeah, perspective. Sure. And, and, and remember, Bob, and again, you get all this stuff. Uh, you know, Joe Biden forgot how he won the nomination. He won it by not being a socialist, Marxist, <laughs> I leftist. Know, I know, right? I and, know. and then he wins it. And then immediately goes to become socialist, <laughs> leftist. <laughs> I, I would like to add one thing about about Joe Pittman. I don't know how how much uh, your audience uh, uh, listeners know about this part, but I'll, you and I have been around the block forever. And I'm going to say, in my lifetime, his meteoric rise to majority leader in the Senate, one of the maybe the third or second most powerful man in Harrisburg, Bob. He was first elected in a special election in 2019. Wow. He, he's serving his first first term in his own right. He was, he was then in 20, it became a four-year term. He won it in his own right. So he's in his first term in the Senate. He's the majority leader. That's remarkable. I, I, don't I, think did, not, I did not know that. Well, then he's got to be a star. Well, well you should see the committees. Uh, obviously, appropriations, uh, energy, uh, judiciary. Uh, five or six of the most important standing committees in the Senate, he's already on. So, he, <laughs> you know, as I said, it's shocking. I've never seen it or heard. Usually you have to put in a couple of decades <laughs> to become majority leaders really? and wow. things like that. So, yeah, well, that's, that, well, there's a there's a name to remember. That's for sure. And and Joe he's Clinton, a guy yeah. we get, we got to count on to to tamp things down. And and by the way, Chuck, I've been. Hearing from business people and a lot of others that Shapiro, despite our worst concerns, uh, that he would tack even further left than he campaigned, uh, has has been okay so far. Yes, Bob. I, I read an article by one of the most leftist the liberal journalists in the Philadelphia uh, Inquirer. I want to say it was Will Bunch, but I wouldn't swear to that. But at any rate... Or, you know, and this was about a month or so ago. The headline of the editorial was there. You know, it was about how far right sh- killing Shapiro from his own <laughs> Philadelphia. Li- but here, here's the quote that stood out to me, Bob. Check this. Here was one of the quotes. There is blood on the sidewalks of Pennsylvania from progressives biting their lips <laughs> over what <laughs> happened with Josh Shapiro. So, like, if that's what they're saying in the Philadelphia Inquirer, that has to be good for, yeah. for the rest of yeah. Pennsylvania. And that was, a, you know, natural gas representatives that I've uh, communicated with, the head of the president of the Pennsylvania uh, Marcellus Shale Coalition. They said, yeah. we're hearing all the right things so far. Let's hope it, it he delivers. That was exactly, ironically, Bob, the words that uh, Senator Pittman used on the show yesterday. He's, he's talking to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make them off the wall. <laughs> well, yeah. and, you know, really, Chuck, when you th- when you analyze, okay, everybody knows Shapiro thinks he could be president of the United States. I think that's yeah. ridiculous, but that's okay. It, it, he thinks he can. He's got to be a successful governor first. Then he right. can tack left in a Democrat primary. Right. Yeah, and, so and, and he might be following right, the right he, formula. I, I think he is. And, and one thing I know, I know Josh a long time. I know him personally. He used to come to my Christmas party at the Waldorf when it was still the Pennsylvania Society dinner was still at the Waldorf years ago. And you know who he was in arm in arm with when he would walk in the room every single year? Ed Rendell, 
who was then governor. Yeah. So, so like, you know, his pedigree and, and his mentorship, let's say, is at the highest possible orders. He's tied into all of the, uh, some of the wealthiest uh, uh, liberal donors in Philadelphia. And, uh, and he's, he's very much of a brilliant tactician relative to politics. Uh, you know, a, a lot of like, you know, Bill Clinton, as you know, Bob, was Machiavellian in a way. He became what, not necessarily what he really was, he became what he thought the voters. He was the first modern uh, president to really use polling. And, and to, to know, he's clear. And look, I give him intelligence, I, credit for intelligence, because I've called the progressive left dullards. Yeah. Like troglodytes. What are they, stupid? They, do, they know they the, just, the they just repeat. Bob is coming. They repeat a script. They don't have any, well, belief, right. you know, it's nuts. It, it, it's crazy. And, they're, and, and they're, you know, you, you reap what you sow, and that day is coming. But, but I see, I think Josh wants to get ahead of it. He looks at a post-apocalyptic Democratic Party, yeah. and I think they're going to get the bomb dropped on them. I think it's going to happen in 2024. I mean, across state houses, the presidency, Congress, and when that whitewash comes, when they're held to account for their sins, He'll from be gender standing. ideology to indoctrination of children to the catastrophe at the border to the climate change hardship they they foisted, all of it. When they those chickens come home home to roost, you're going to have phoenixes have to rise from the ashes, like Bill Clinton did after 12 yeah. years of yeah. Republican, and I think Josh Shapiro is going to try to position himself to be that person. Fascinating stuff. Chuck Volpe, so happy you checked in. Uh, I'll be watching the show on Sunday, as I always do, and uh, I can't listen to it at 1130 on ILK, the rebroadcast, because i got to watch my own show, but... <laughs> Of course. But I love it. I and, love it. And good luck with that. I know you're doing a good job with it. But I'm looking forward to watching. People said, oh, well, you're going to. I said, no. Number one, I'm I'm not opposite him. I have an, an hour yeah. separate. Number two, yeah. my show's not political. Chuck's is where you right. go for the politics. And right. I love it. And then tune into your radio show for the politics. Yeah, but that, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You got it both covered. Well, we'll talk again next week. Chuck Volpe. Thanks. Uh, the Volpe yep. Show, 1030 Sundays yes. on Fox 56. Bob, thanks so much. I always love talking to you. All right. Chuck Volpe, thank you very much. Thanks. We'll be back. I like that. That's Alyssa Lazar. That's our girl from Clark Summit who starred on The Voice and uh, is now, I think, going to have her career is going to explode. She had an album, Hopeless Romanticism. That song is New Hustle. What a voice. Oh, my God. It's exquisite. And before that, lest we lionize the late Edward M. Ted Kennedy... Remember what a liar he was. <laughs> and that goes back to Mary Jo Kopechny. But then even as someone who's supposed to be, you know, a lion of the Senate and all of these great things, he was lying and hiding from police because he was much more intimately involved in the rape situation and allegations against his nephew. He was drinking with them that night, for the love of God. That's our Edward M. Ted Kennedy. Scandal plagued. All right. <laughs> We're uh, continuing to honor 
Leonard Rogers of the Hudson section of Plains Township. Robert Romanix, Greenridge section of Scranton. Ted Pop Warren, Nanticoke. Stephen Skirla, McAdoo, late of New Jersey. Attilio Vergari of Jessup, late of Peckville. Frank Janelle, Old Forge. Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse, Scranton. All great veterans that we lost this month. And the world is less without them. Yeah, we're going to try to have Chuck Volpe on every week. He's got a heck of a busy schedule because he doesn't just do a television show. He's uh, quite a substantial business guy in the insurance field. So he's And he's a lawyer. He's busy. But uh, I, I love to hear from Chuck. He's got, he thinks out of the box, and he's got incredible statewide experience. And he's one of those guys who sort of born and bred as a Democrat. His father was a conservative Democrat uh, in the state house and just around town. And Chuck following suit. He, he did not leave his beliefs. The party left him. And so now he's a Republican and dedicated to being a conservative, being a common sense person. So that's why we love the Sunday show and uh, we'll love to have him on each week here on the Sanctuary of Sanity, where we provide all of that for you. As you know, in order to deflect and sort of cocoon you from the lunatic world that is outside. Yeah, so I I, I fell behind on the texts here, uh, and I want to get to a couple of them before we go to the break and the weather. There is a verified report. I'm being told. Uh, there, there was a train derailment of a chemical, uh, tra- a chemical carrying train in Port Allen, Louisiana. No spill. We're also following the one in Minnesota, which had an explosion, uh, ethanol, and I forget what else they were carrying. But hmm. Tommy P wants to know how the Red Sox are going to do. I have no idea. Tommy, how are the Yankees going to do? You got to let me know. I'll be following you on Facebook to f- find out what you think. <sighs> Bob, uh, somebody taking Bob. I want to explain my earlier text about being a father of three and legal gun owner, and seeing the value of high capacity magazines. The way home invasions are rising, and I this I I point this out all the time. I was in prison with these guys. I know what they do. Their strategy is to swarm and overwhelm when they invade a house or a business. And you may need the high-capacity magazine. I mean, Amazon driver checking. He says, we are not a cult. It's a club. I started with cult. And I said, you know what? Uh, people could use that against us, even though I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek. And I did switch to club, Amazon driver, so we're we're on the same page there. Somebody says, the voice has not launched many careers, but I will tell you, 
they this voice, <laughs> this particular voice, Alyssa Lazar and her personality, she's already got things happening. And you 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 listen to that song. Johnny's going to find another Alyssa Lazar song to, to play at the 50 when we come out of the 50 break, of course, because Sinatra's got to play and uh, Gerard Mayer has to play. And then we're closing out with, I'll mention it again, we're closing out with uh, USA for Africa, March 30th of 1985. Uh, we are the world. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So that's that's what we'll be closing the day with. And I've gone way over. I apologize. We'll take this break. We will come back with the weather and then you. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, a chilly wind early, some clouds, then sunny, high of 45. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 27. Uh, tomorrow, that's Friday, sun early with periods of rain by early afternoon, a high of 53. Saturday, steady rain in the morning with some gaps by the afternoon, maybe some sun. Breezy, high 68. Sunday, dry and some sun, but it's going to cool back down to 48 degrees. And then Monday, dry and sunny, and it might climb to 60. Bob Cadrell back with you on WILK. And, um... I'm in touch with my buddy from U of R, University of Rochester, a great football player, a great hitter, and now he's running. He's done. He's done everything. He's, but he's he's been a football coach uh, and mentor all around Long Island, where he lives, and he runs the family's business, the Mayor's Brick Cafe in Lynbrook on Long Island, Nassau County. The family's owned this place since 1966. I've seen pictures of it. I haven't been there yet. I've got to get there. In fact, I was talking to Dr. Brian France when we were at Cooper's last night, and we said, we have to go. His nickname is Stanky. Uh, we've got to go to Mark Mayer's Brick Cafe. We, I, I, the place just looks... It, I, I love bars, and I love this place. And we've got to take a ride. We've got to take a ride and go check it out. But uh, hello to Stanky, Mark Mayer. And thanks for all the information. He sends me tons of great information, which I use. You guys are, you guys make the show. I, I am, I, I guess, a vessel for you to pour your knowledge into, and then I can, uh, you know, regurgitate it. So that's why I say all the time, L, when you say LTS, I say LTS back at you. Because you guys are the show, not me. I'm here for three hours, but you're the show. Somebody texting, my 12-gauge pump shotgun will take care of any swarm invading my house. I hope so. 
And I, by the way, a, a semi-automatic rifle is not for everybody. I'm not, I'm not like recommending it. I mean, all I could have, a cutie, cutie can have a gun. I can only have a, a baseball bat. So, you know, it's just the point. And it's a very important point that needs to be reiterated. It needs to be talked about constantly. Just because some behavior of yours, which doesn't directly affect anyone or harm anyone, makes you uncomfortable, doesn't mean we're not we're not left wing lunatics. If you want a, a a type of weapon that makes me uncomfortable, well, it's sort of tough beans for me. It's not my decision. It's not my choice. It's yours. That's what individual freedom is. That's what the country's founded upon. The Second Amendment does more and signifies more than that you're allowed to be armed. It signifies that the individual is free to do as they choose within the limits of biblical law and English common law which we codified in the in the Constitution of the United States. That amazing document. So, so he says, uh, Bob, uh, you may not want to read this on the air. Well, that, that immediately entices me. Uh, I read as many as I can. I truly do your text. But I hope you at least reply here. I understand the hesitancy in saying things on the air, but... LG mags are necessary for the preservation of freedom, and uh, I think they're saying, and, and then I do auto text, too. I, I talk into the phone. And I remember the one time the F word came out with somebody that I barely knew, and I'm like, I'm so sorry I don't talk like that, except when I'm referencing Joe Biden in private. But, um, yeah, it's a freedom thing. I, I agree. The Second Amendment is about much more than guns. The Bill of Rights is about much more than even speech. It's the freedom of association. It's about what each of us, that each of us has the right to make choices for ourselves. I add, parenthetically, as adults, this was not extended to children, particularly when it comes to sex change operations. Okay? Bob, tell all the Democrats to give up their security and go to New York subway or Chicago or Philadelphia without security or a gun. You're right. It's, it's, listen, if you're a left-wing lunatic leading the charge in the Democrat Party, or you're a Democrat that's still voting for them. You have to lie. You have to be a hypocrite. And you have to be willfully ignorant of truth, fact, and reality. Those are the prerequisites. To support Joe Biden and this agenda... To vote for them? To vote for John Fetterman? You have to be those three things. 
My name is Lauren, and I lived and returned to Lynbrook often. The food at the Briff Cafe is fabulous. <laughs> My sister had a stroke several years ago, and they know her name, what she likes, and have facilities easy for her. Please go. So the, another vote for the Brick Cafe. And <laughs> my buddies, thank you. I hope he's still listening. He listens uh, very often, but he, he works like a dog. So, you know, sometimes he doesn't hear it all. But I hope you heard that. Lauren, thank you for checking in on that. So he said, Bob, this is Mike from Bloomsburg. I'm at the Victor Alfieri for lunch, sitting f- uh, f- uh, in the front if you come by. I'd like to meet you, but one of the guys said you don't usually come at the lunch. I may not go today, Mike. Oh, son of a gun. But if I do, yeah, we got to say hello. We got to say hello and have a glass of wine. (laughs) Somebody said, Bob LTS. This is the Jersey Devil. He said, I think disseminate might have been a better choice of words than regurgitate. (laughs) You're right. All right, let's take a break. We got some calls we got to get to. Bob Cadaro, the eponymous show, the club for common sense, the sanctuary of sanity. We've got some time left, and we're going to use it well. We're back. Hey, uh, Lauren, I just read your thing about the Brick Cafe. And my friend uh, Mark Mayer, who runs it uh, and whose family owns it, said, please tell Lauren to make sure she introduces herself next time she's here. Make sure. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Lindbrook, Long Island. Can't do better than that, I'm telling you. Uh, Let's go right to Steve. Steve, we got about a minute if you could get it in or I could hold you over. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll get it in quick. Fire away. Okay. Uh, Over the past Christmas, I got myself a subscription to the Scranton Times Tribune archives. It's one of the most interesting 80 bucks I spent in a long time. You should get it if you don't have it. I was looking through, pick a date or something you're interested in. They were good newspapers at one time, yeah. Oh, yes, they were. Well, I was uh, actually reading uh, the, the, the Titanic. There was a couple from Scranton that was on it on the way back, and they sunk. They lived over in Swetland Street. But anyway, on the, it's the April 27, 1912. There's a second page of Scranton Times. Invest in Scranton, Pennsylvania, huh. the richest town in the world per square mile. And... Uh, it went with the coal and everything. It went with all the different positive, completely positive. Yeah, there yeah. was not one negative thing about it. It wasn't like, let's try to get our city depressed so we can get nothing. It went everything from making ale down to uh, zinc something. You know, every and, and, 50 and to 60 Steve, to... Not a coincidence. That's when Republicans ran the town. Uh, isn't that <laughs> funny? Isn't that funny? And... Uh, and you can, and as you go along and you read, you know, pick these things. Steve, and we got to go, that. but that's a great but point. Thank that. you, man. That's Alyssa Lazar. The one he told you not to worry about. I guess we can guess what that's about. So young to have all these troubles, but what a voice. What a voice. Bob Cadaro back with you. And, of course, uh, we, we did the Queen Mum. She died at 101, and I love the—I'm I'm an Anglophile. Uh, 
Royal Lodge Windsor outside London. She passed away this date, 2002. And uh, we figured we'd put that in context for you. We're going to finish with We Are the World. I told you that. Um. Somebody texted this in. Bob Lindbrook, Long Island, is where Frank and Marie uh, and Ray and Deborah Romano are from. The show, Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, I didn't realize that. That is great. (laughs) So you go and you, you see Ray Romano's house, then you go to Brick Cafe. That's a good, that sounds like a hell of a day to me. Let's go, while, while we are the world plays, let's go to Joe from the Back Mountain. Yeah, how Joe, are you doing? how are you? I, I'm good, thanks. I don't get a, a lot of chance with the time change to listen anymore, but uh, but it's a great show. Thank well, we you. Can, and we, you, you could podcast it. You go to WILK News Radio and you can listen to it anytime. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, my question is, I want to get your opinion. Do you, why do you think the Democrat uh, Party, do you think it's... They're done with Biden. They've gotten everything out of them they, that they can. They don't need him to run again. Or do you think it's they're so afraid of losing or a little bit of both? What, what, what's your opinion here? Well, I, you know, it's not a monolith except in their, in their ideology. But uh, I think this Hunter Biden stuff is so damning and okay. so unavoidable that they're, okay. they're, they're saying, look, let's see how this plays out. Well, that, you know, that, they're hedging their bets. It, it looks like they're hedging their bets to me. Like, and second of all, think of this: who do they have? Gavin yeah. Newsom. I yeah, mean, really. uh, you know, there's there's nobody. Kamala Harris is a complete fiasco. Yeah. They may stick with the old fool. It's weekend at Bernie's. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it, they they've got nothing else. Yeah, well. There's two people in the Democrat Party over the last decade that I've had respect for, and one is left, and that's Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, I know she yeah. has some, but I do have respect for she stands for her principles, that's and right. she's forthright. The other one is Joe Manchin. So, you know, but I don't think either one, either one of them would ever be a nominee because I think the, the Democrat Party is way too radicalized at this point. Oh, yeah. You know, so I just want to see. Well, okay, Bob, take care. Thank Joe, you for your always time. a pleasure. Good to hear right from up. you again, my man. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we had, a, we had another great day. Great day with you guys. I want to mention our veterans again. The guys we lost. That we, so many of you loved. And that made this area and this country great. Attilio Vergari, Peckville, born Jessup, died at the age of 97, World War II. Battle of the Bulge, all that. Purple Heart, Bronze Star, founding member of the Jessup VFW, past commander of the American Legion up there, Frank Janelle Old Forge. Almost his entire adult life, Spent defending this country. U.S. Navy during the Korean conflict. And then he worked at Chamberlain Manufacturing. Leaves behind his wife, Jermaine. Dr. Thomas Rittenhouse, Scranton. Friend of mine. Did house calls as a doctor. U.S. Army. Wife Joyce survives him. And five children. 
Catholic Choral Society will never be the same without his voice and presence. Leonard Rogers, Hudson section of Plains Township. Mount Carmel, high school football star. U.S. Air Force, 66 to 70. He was a sergeant at Elmendorf Air Force Base in Anchorage and a coal mine inspector. Leaves behind wife Donna. He's an Oakland Raider fan, just like me. Robert Romanix, 90. U.S. Army, Germany. Lived in Scranton, worked at the Golo Footwear Factory, among other places. Leaves behind his wife, Catherine. Ted Warren, they called him Pop. 93 years old from Nanticoke. 793rd Military Police Battalion in Germany. 51 to 53. CO, when SCI Dallas was founded till his retirement, and he played baseball with Pete Gray. Stephen Skirla McAdoo, late of New Jersey, U.S. Army Korea, Korean Service Medal, three bronze stars, major in the Army Reserves, leaves behind a wife, Julia. Those are our guys. We lost them, we'll miss them, and we thank them and their families. Guys, have a great afternoon. Nikki Stone coming up next. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.